Hello and welcome to the Adventure Games Podcast. My name is Shorsha Dunbar and I'm your host. Thank you so much for joining me for episode 83 of the Adventure Games Podcast. I hope everyone is well. And this week, Jean-Baptiste developer of Lancelot's Hangover joins me to talk about his game that he's been working on for the last seven years. Now, Lancelot's Hangover, uh, it will appear in a museum in Belgium for people to play. It has also appeared on Belgian national TV, where uh, TV presenters reviewed the game, spoke about the game. But I'm sure Jean-Baptiste will agree that appearing on this podcast is probably the pinnacle of his career. <clears throat> well, maybe not. Well, he joined me anyway, and I was delighted to speak to him. I had a great time speaking to him, and I think people will really enjoy the interview. He's a very, very funny guy. He spoke to me more detail about his game and about some of the interesting things he's done in his life, which I think people will enjoy listening to. So, without further ado, first of all, here is a trailer for his game Lancelot Hangover, followed by my interview. So, please enjoy. <laughs> Meet Lancelot. He's brave. He's sexy. He's a knight of the round table. God gave him a quest. Go find the Holy Grail. Put some booze in it. And celebrate the biggest party England has ever known. But the Grail is hidden. Deep in a dangerous place. Where all men are gay. And women have hair under their arms. The Kingdom of France. Anyway, bon voyage, Lancelot. Lancelot's Hangover. The Quest of the Holy Booze. Lancelot's Hangover. It's Monkey Island meets Monty Python's Holy Grail. It's the comedy point-and-click game of the year. Back Lancelot on Kickstarter now and get some amazing rewards, like the license to hold the backer's official copper plaque in front of your house and show off to your neighbors, a signed DVD of the game, including some useless retro DRM code wheel, the best way to impress the girls. So, what are you waiting for? Back Lancelot on Kickstarter now. Your mum will be proud. Thank you so much for joining me for another episode of the Adventure Games podcast. This week, I am joined by Jean-Baptiste Clairefite. Did I get right? Did, that, yeah, did I get perfect. that right? That, that's perfect. It, it was a difficult one. but that's <laughs> well, We could say Jean-Baptiste. Yeah, Jean-Baptiste. <laughs> this is how my mom calls me, so it's perfect. <laughs> so now I'm like your mom then. <laughs> yes, exactly. Well, I'm, I've been looking forward to wanting to speak to you for a while. Now, you have been... I believe you were the first person, at least, to comment on the podcast. See? So, <laughs> I'm, right your from, first, I'm your first one. I'm very glad. Exactly. You were the very first person to comment on Twitter, at least, and you were the very first person to give me encouragement. 
So uh, thank. So first of all, thank you because back then at least I didn't really know what I was doing, mm-hmm. and I at first I was thinking, is this episode even released? Can people hear it? And then when he said, yeah, I heard it, and it was it was good. It was like, oh okay, so it's so someone is listening at least. <laughs> so uh, well, bonjour, Jean Baptiste. How are you? I'm I'm very fine. Bonjour. I'm I'm very fine. Um... Maybe we can mention that we are recording during uh, the big uh, lockdown. <laughs> so for, for the future listeners, <laughs> so um, uh, it's an historic moment. Um, and uh, well, but basically I'm a home worker, so it doesn't change much. But um, you know, I'm, I'm really tempted to read the news and procrastinate. So <laughs> it's, it's, and it's it's. Even it's not really interesting because it's always you know virus, virus, virus. So, mm. uh, so I try to hopefully I can uh, keep my mind uh, buzzy and occupied with with, uh, with the game and and uh, and stuff. So so that's good. And 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 I'm LC. Everybody I know is LC. So that's good. That's good. That's very good. At least same with me. Everybody I know is healthy. At least at the time of recording, and hopefully it will stay that way. We are recording during this COVID nineteen virus, so hopefully, hopefully by the time this episode goes out, things will have improved. Mm. But we are both our countries, as much of the world is is are under lockdown now. Ireland was put under lockdown a few days ago. The funny thing is that now obviously not the virus itself, but just listening to other podcasts which are very professional and which are recorded in studios, you know, by the BBC and mm-hmm. everything. And now everybody's kind of the same. Everybody's recording from their own homes. Yeah. <laughs> so and now they're saying, oh we apologize for the for the, any technical issues or the sound difficulties or how do we do this? I'm not set up and I'm like, hey, this is what I have to do and this is what you have to do now. We have to record remotely all the time. So you know, welcome to our world. <laughs> <laughs> so but um, but no hopefully hopefully things will improve by the time this episode goes out. I mean it'd be great if people were like, what virus? Oh yeah, that virus. Oh but things are better now. <laughs> but anyway, you're making a game which I have been following for the last few, well, well, months or years, however long you've been it, uh, working on it. It's years, years. It's years, yes. wow. It's, uh, I mean, I've, I've heard that game development can take a long time. So. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. <laughs> that, um, so, well, first of all, before we talk about your game, mm-hmm. I was wondering if you could introduce yourself and tell us what are your favorite adventure games or narrative games? Yes. Um, so I'm a um, Belgium game designer. I'm working alone on Lancelot. And by alone, I mean really, really alone. Um, uh, it, it, it sounds kind of sad, but it, it's, I, it's, it's actually um, a real pleasure to work alone uh, because I have total freedom, uh, which is good. Um, I mean, I do the graphics, uh, the coding, the music, lots of the music, um, the dialogues and stuff. So th- that, that's one of the reasons why it takes so long. Uh, the other reason, and the official reason, is because I'm lazy, but you know, <laughs> that's not a problem. <laughs> You're not the only one, trust me. <laughs> yeah, no. yeah, and um, um, yeah, it's it's my uh, first uh, big commercial game, so uh, everything is new for me. Um, I, had a, I will have a few anecdotes about uh, Steam approvement. 
uh, I will talk about that later. Um, and um, yeah, yeah, it's pretty, it's pretty funny. Um, I had the big, big chance to be founded by Kickstarter, like a few years ago. <laughs> I'm super, super late, you know. But it's Kickstarter, and um, you know, and um, um, I'm, of course, I'm really a huge, huge fan of fan of uh, point-and-click adventure game. Like I think, like like you do, and every listeners. Um, it, it's 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 really amazing, you know. Uh, point and click adventure is really amazing because we have we we have a very very strong and friendly community. Uh, it's amazing. Um, every year we we go to Adventure X and that, that's where we met. Um, and uh, it's 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 I really love this place because you know we, we we're like maybe two hundred people in the same room uh, and and. You know, I think it's the same for you and the listeners. You know, in most of the, you know, in my daily life, uh, when I talk about adventure games, everybody doesn't care. You know, they 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 doesn't care about video games in general, and and if they like video games, more like Fortnite and shooters and stuff. So, it's it's always funny when I met other other Project League fans and talking about you know some puzzles or some hints or you know in Monkey Island too there's a that Easter eggs and and you feel really connected you know it's it's like I don't know it's 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 funny I think I think you know for instance I think my, my mom thinks every every year when I go to London I think I think I think she she thinks uh, I'm going to some sexual weird reunion <laughs> or something like it's at her correct and you know Jean Baptiste it's okay at least at least you're happy you know? I just want some grandchildren that would be nice but whatever whatever you want so yeah, yeah it's 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 uh, I really love this community everybody's friendly and um, my favorite game is actually I think it's um, the very first one. Uh, I played, it was uh, Indiana Jones 3, um, um, the, the Last Crusade, and that was, that was, um, that was really such an amazing experience. Um, this is, there was the first video games I finished, uh, because uh, hopefully it was in French, um, and so I can, at the time, I was maybe 9 or, or 10 at the time, so I, I could... Um, finish it and understand it, um, and it, it, it was. I think I think it's difficult for young people to realize the the shock it was uh, to play that game because you 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 watch the movie, you know, it's it was Indiana Jones, so it's lots of adventure, and then you back home and you can play Indiana Jones, you can control it, and I mean it 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 looks ridiculous when you play the game right now because it's super difficult and you know. Mm stated um, but but it was such a it, it was such incredible and and I'm really super happy and glad to make a game like the games back then on my own you know it, it, it's it's I mean maybe I'm an old stupid bastard but but it, it, it's it's so incredible to you know I, I really wish to have a you know, a time machine and go back to the early 90s and speak to my, you know, when I was 10 years old and say, you know, in 30 years, you will make your own uh, point and click game, you know, and, and that, that's, that's, that's really incredible to, to have access to tools and to, 
uh, tutorial to talk to talk to an Irish guy. <laughs> you know, I'm just, we just locked locked down in our apartment. We're talking about weird old games. You know, it's, it's incredible. And um, because at the time there was everything was really different. You you feel really isolated. And now we, yeah, you have such a great community, and that I really we it's 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 really amazing. Um, so yeah. Um, I really loved uh, Indiana Jones. I really loved Monkey Island. You know all the classics, um, obviously. And um, but I also really like some new uh, point-and-click adventure games. And it's it's actually funny because there is more point-and-click games right now than in the early nineties. Mm -hmm. So and um, there's such a great games like Gibbous, uh, Guardianty. Mm -hmm. Um, all the Blackwells, um, you know, the Wedget Wedget Eye games, um, the, the new Broken Sword is coming up. Um, there are really, really dozens and dozens of, of great games, and um, that, that's that's really amazing. Yeah, we don't. I mean, when I first started this podcast, I was very naive because I was thinking, oh, maybe I can cover most adventure games or try and at least mention them in the podcast if I couldn't mm -hmm. interview the developers and but it's just impossible yeah because yeah. last last year there was apparent I think adventure gamers said there were about 170 or 180 adventure games released yeah in 2019 and that doesn't include the um, the non-finished episodic games mm -hmm. and then there's some games which they consider maybe uh, not adventure games, maybe they don't have enough gameplay. So, for example, I know previously, and I know this could start a huge discussion, but they don't consider Telltale games, the mm. latest ones, adventure games, as say, the more narrative games. Now, I put everything, you know, if it's narrative or puzzle or whatever, put them into the bracket of adventure games here, you know, because... Um, but it's just incredible how many, as you mentioned, how many, and how many good adventure games yeah. are released. That's the the number of adventure games I've played now in the last two years, and overall, I'd say I've pr I would probably recommend all or most of the games that I've played in the last two three years. I think the games nowadays are really much better than mm. in, in in the early nineties for just one simple reason because um, you know we have um, you know it's like the expression standing on the shoulder of giants you know yes uh, yes. It, it's, you know, I, I really like science, and I think that thanks to the internet, you have, we have as game designers access to tons and tons and tons of resources and inf information. For instance, uh, Ron Gilbert during uh, Thimblewheel Park uh, development made a really incredible dev blog with tons of information, and uh, uh, he wrote about his process and how he made games, so he, he designed them. And it's it's again it's incredible because back in the early '90s, uh, all the information didn't exist. So so I think designers back then they just try stuff, and uh, you know like like little scientists will, will just try to say, okay, we've got uranium, let's try to make a bomb. <laughs> you know, <laughs> uh, but but nobody knows how it works. And and thanks to the internet, everybody in the world can know atomic bombs <laughs> easily. <laughs> <laughs> Good analogy comparing adventure yeah, games with atomic bombs. That <laughs> I mean, it's unique. <laughs> it's not a confession. You 
so, so you're making an atomic bomb about <laughs> Lancelot hangover. <laughs> yes. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, but I, I get what you mean, that back then they didn't have anything to go on, any other references. Yeah. And so they they were like pioneers that I think video games were in their infancy back then as well. And, and yeah, whereas now they're so like, even I theoretically could make probably a bad adventure game, but I could make an adventure game. <laughs> of course. Yeah. Yeah. And, and actually you, you, it just, <laughs> I don't know about your skills, but I mean, what, what, what's amazing is that even really anybody can, can make hmm. adventure game because there's so many tutorials. Yeah, if you don't know how to draw, you can learn. I mean, mm -hmm. and and especially during the lockdown because we have everybody has so much time. So you can you can be Michelangelo if you want. <laughs> you have time to do it. But but and, and I think for instance, I think it's funny. I I'm, in the early '90s there was two Polish um, two Polish teenagers who made a adventure game called Teen Agent. Yes. And uh, it's free on GOG, I guess. And uh, it, it's been a very, very long time I didn't play it. But I remember when I was a teen myself, uh, I probably had the same age as those two Polish guys. And I really was completely amazed that two teenagers from Poland, and for the young listeners, uh, remember that Poland was... Uh, uh, you know, in the early 90s, they just left communist uh, mm -hmm. communism, so there was uh, it was a difficult time, and uh, and they just made an adventure game without any tools. There was no Unity, there was no uh, AGS, there was no internet. So um, I really admired admired that because uh, myself, when I was a teen, I tried to um, make some games and it was such a pain in the ass because it, it was it was it was difficult because I'm, I'm living in a small town in Belgium I didn't really speak English so I had no reference I had no books I, I remember I tried to I, my, my dad paid me some courses to to uh, to learn computer recording and make games but the teacher was was such a you know, she was really, really, really bad, and I had no other results. So, hopefully, nowadays you can learn everything, everything, everything. You can make games, you can learn to draw, you can learn to make music, you can learn, I don't know, quantum physics if you want, <laughs> uh, if you're motivated. So, so, and I think, I don't know, maybe, we, maybe uh, it's because I'm older and I remember back then, but, but we, we live in a wonderful wonderful time because uh you can make everything and and, and uh, making video games is a bit like playing video games you know you uh, if you want to be good you just have to practice mm. uh, um there's no you know secret passage or secret pass or hacks you know it, it just practice and, and you discover um why you're making it i mean it, it looks like i don't know uh silly wisdom or something but but um um uh, i really i really i really like it and and, and i think it, and that's why uh making a game takes so much time because you discover why you're doing it you cannot really be prepared you know when i when i started my project i didn't expect anything you know i just go to google 
and uh, ask uh, how to make a point-and-click adventure game. I get some results, and then it started from there. And now, you know, I'm discovering every day. I'm discovering new stuff. Um, and and it's it's um, yeah. I think I think it's it's really funny to make games because you, I don't know. It, it's so everything is different. Uh, everything is 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 funny. You 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 just discover lots of things. And, uh, <laughs> Learn something new every day. <laughs> exactly, exactly. And uh, uh, for instance, uh, yesterday, so this is a scoop for your podcast. Oh, <laughs> uh, perfect. I just my builds, my game builds has been approved by Steam. So oh. uh, yes, so it, it doesn't mean the game is available on Steam. At least I can uh, send keys to beta testers. It, it, it's uh, there's still lots of work to be uh, you know publicly launched. But uh, it, it, it was really funny because, um, you know, Steam uh, want to protect their, their, their players. So and uh, Lancelot has some mature content. <laughs> so, yeah, and it, it's it's OK. It, I'm not bitching against Steam, but it's it's a bit ridiculous because um, if you if you go to the Steam page of Lancelot, you will see that mature content is more like it, it's it's more silly than really hardcore <laughs> stuff, you know. And, and some, and you know, they uh, just. I think there is like five or six email back and forth, and and they were telling, okay, this asset uh, doesn't fit to our blah 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 to our to our metro content. But when you look at the asset and the picture, it just it just it's just nothing, you know. It's just a guy in the, in his underwear. So and uh, and and. Some some assets. I think I think uh, Steam wasn't happy because the package of of Lancelot in his hundred was a bit too big, so I had to reduce it. <laughs> so it, it's really ridiculous. Like, have you got an algorithm or some you know yeah. size <laughs> stuff? So, well, no. So, but hopefully yesterday um, they they sent me uh, an email telling. Uh, some assets doesn't fit, blah 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 blah, because some some uh, young uh, you know um, uh, gamers under uh, 13 uh, must see your your asset publicly assets. And uh, but they, they didn't they didn't give give me much details, so I wrote a very very polite uh, email, a bit hypocrite. Telling, I fully understand, blah blah. blah. <laughs> so you know, it's completely hypocrite. But and then they tell me, okay, no, everything is okay. Uh, uh, sorry for for bugging you, for bothering you, and uh, and no, okay, we we uh, uh, your game is in the store, so it's okay. And and according to other game devs, uh, they're really um, picky, or the, uh, it, it's hard to have the 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 first review, but then. Uh, they don't care. So hopefully the game is on Steam. So I'm happy. And uh, and Lancelot's package has the right size. So that's, <laughs> that's perfect. Everything is as it should be then, including his package and everything. His and, and the the, the use won't be corrupted. So. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I mean, from anyone who's seen the screenshots knows that this is. Um, you know, it's a cartoon. It's not supposed to be taken seriously, and I. Yes, <laughs> yes it, it's 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 so ridiculous. But but, I mean, 
uh, it's it's okay, no, and I think it's more funny than than than, uh, than yes, than, than, than you know, uh, and and you know I'm I'm planning to make a a new uh, Kickstarter update. Uh, I don't know when when the, this postcard will be uploaded, so but maybe okay, it's coming, uh, and I will show some screenshot that will that that was considered like uh, not good for the use, and, and you will see it's really really ridiculous. It's just bad cartoons so it doesn't offend anybody <laughs> especially on the internet i mean if you can type porn on google you will see tons of things yeah. of wacky japanese porn with tentacles and stuff so lancelot is really you know it's it's just silly but it's funny and it's not it's not a big deal no but that's a that's a good point because i certainly don't want to mention these games but i've seen other games now I certainly haven't played them, but that are actually offensive. Oh yes, <laughs> that, yes. That there are games that are just horrible, that are just you know about you know rape and everything. And it's yeah. just horrific. Yeah. And this is and these were designed to be offensive, yeah. and they're they're allowed on Steam. And then something like your game, which is a comedy, which I don't think there is anything offensive about it. From what I see, I haven't played it yet, but and it's just. You know, you mentioned hypocritical. Now, I don't know anything about Steam, really, but it's just like if they allow those games to be on Steam and then they have an issue with your game, it just seems really hypocritical. And, you know, it's funny because they suggested me to put uh, the game on adult only. For, really? Uh, and it's, yeah, it's a section for really horrible games, that's that kind of really crappy stuff. And uh, that was weird because... Uh, I thought if I put my, I don't care about putting, you know, adult only uh, label on my game because obviously only adult will play Lancelot uh, because they have a credit card to buy it. (laughs) 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 No, no. And and I think that, you know, teenager, they want to play Fortnite and they don't want exactly, you know, early 90s Burnley games. It's for us, you know, the old people. Exactly. So, So, but you know, I, w- I was wondering, okay, should I, should I put my game on adult only? But I realized that if you want to play really hardcore games, you will be surely disappointed about Lancelot. It's not a judgment if you want to play those games, whatever. But but I think it's it's just, well, whatever. But it's just it's just funny and they, they accept it. And actually, to be fair to, to, to Steam, the problem for, for them is that it's really okay to have... Uh, uh, mature content within your game but mm. uh, for instance even Witcher 3 or Skyrim or Kingdom Come Deliverance they have uh, sex scenes and stuff so it's it's really okay for, or, or violence uh, it's okay within the game but they don't want to have uh, mature content in the public uh, images that images that you put on the store so um, but you know it, it's it's at the end of the day it's funny and they accept it and, and whatever Sorry. It, it all ended up well, it all... <laughs> yeah, 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 they, they, it just, it just, uh, uh, there's no big problem, and, uh, and um, I, I'm, I'm, I'm good, so that's good. And it, it, actually, it's funny stories, because it's so ridiculous, so... Yes, no, absolutely, and I I believe, um, I, I believe Pontus Wittenmark, who, I don't know if you met him, but I met him at Adventure X, and I mm-hmm. interviewed him as well, he had a Kickstarter last year for Justin Wack. 
And yeah, in that yeah. game as well, I don't, don't know if you're aware of it, but the, one of the characters is a caveman who is mm-hmm. naked, but he has pixels. And I believe Pontus was having... He told me, I think, he, that he's having issues getting his game on social media, on Facebook, and that because it is this cartoon character, this pixelated cartoon naked caveman, <laughs> that they're like, oh, this breaches our policy. And I was like, really? Facebook said that? I mean, they're all the crap that they do allow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but it, it's it's Facebook algorithm is really weird it's, because yes. I, I had a, a friend, a good friend of mine who's a cartoon drawer. He makes some cartoons and uh, he pushed some drawings on his social media feeds. And one day he, he uploaded uh, uploaded um, a draw a drawing of um, a woman in in a, in, a, in a bikini. It was just a draw of a drawing of a woman in a bikini. And Facebook told, okay, it's mature content, you cannot put that. You know? Really? Yeah, <laughs> and it's just in a bikini. Seriously, Facebook, there's lots of girls in bikini, men and, and women in <laughs> I don't I don't get it. So but yes. well, but really what, what really annoyed me is one day I just put on Facebook a, a drawing of a naked girl I did I just made and Facebook didn't say anything. So I mean I don't know if I I, I think I should feel bad about my drawing skills because <laughs> yeah, it, la- it lacks consistency. But... Yeah, yeah, but but I mean it's it's you know it's I think it's you know automatic stuff. Right. Yeah. Uh, you know it, it it doesn't it's it's more funny than 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 you know than, than really a big problem and and uh, yeah. Right. So well. At least we've established that your game will be released. Yes, it will yes. be out on on Steam at least. Um, we spoke about it now. It's called uh, Well Lancelot Hangover. Mm-hmm. Um, wh- when did you start working on it? Because you mentioned that you started working on this a few years ago. Yes. Um, <laughs> yes, I've started uh, seven years ago. Oh, you know. Wow. Yeah, seven years ago. So. Um, Actually, um, the reason the, the reason is a bit emotional, but in a good way. So I, I think uh, you know at the time my 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 dad was sick. He had uh, you know like like he had a quick cancer, like you know the kind of stuff like uh, his doctor says, okay, you have like three months to live and something like that. You know that kind of story. And uh, of course, it's you know it was special for me and. Um, at the time, I really realized, okay, um, what I want to do with my life, you know, that, that kind of, uh, um, how do you say that, um, um, that kind of uh, retrospective about your own life. Mm-hmm. And I, I realized that, okay, when I, when I will be really, really old and in my uh, deathbed, I, I want to make a silly point-and-click adventure game. You know, somebody wants to have children, somebody wants to, I don't know, uh, Cure, uh, cure some virus or you know revolutionize quantum physics, and I just want to make adventure game with with knights on in his underwear. So everybody has his goal and life goals, but so and, and I realized that that's really what I want to do, and um, it, it was such a, a good engine and such such a good energy to make it, and uh, seven years later I'm still making it, and um, it's it's really. A, Really a great adventure because, uh, as I as I said earlier, I, I'm discovering new stuff every day, and um, and also I, I'm, you know, um, 
you can see a lot of, of game designers, they, they just start a project and then they burn out because this, it's, it's so many, so many works to do, mm -hmm. so many hours, it's thousands of works. And usually people work in teams, so they, they discover after a few months that they hate themselves. <laughs> <laughs> so, so hopefully I'm alone. So basically I cannot really, you know, argue with myself or something so it's it's okay <laughs> so and um um so so but but i think it, it's really you know it's as it as it as it gives um, lots of meaning to my life so so it's it's really okay and I, I really want to take my time to really enjoy what i do it's really important for me um so so when i feel stuck or when i feel i don't want to work or something I just don't work. I just go for a walk. I just bike. I just um, take my time. I have the chance to have. Um, um, I'm a freelance developer uh, for you know corporate software for you know uh, good capitalist uh, companies. <laughs> so I'm really part of the system. So and 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 it pays quite well. So so I have the chance to. I don't really depend on, on only on video games. Um, so, but it doesn't mean you don't have to pay for it <laughs> because I like the money. So, uh, <laughs> buy, buy my game space, but, but hopefully I, I don't have like, um, huge money pressure. Um, and I, and I think it gave me freedom and peace of mind, which is really, really important because, um, I, I don't think that when you have huge money pressure, you cannot really make good comedy and good games. Um, you have to rush it, so that's one of the reasons why it takes so long. Uh, because I really take my time, and I want to really be entertained by my own stuff. Um, it's really, really important for me. You know, it, it must be um, light and 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 funny and and, and you know, uh, easygoing and and stuff. So so um, yeah. So so, but but hopefully. Um, the game re really, really will be finished soon. Uh, my planning, um, with, with big, big quotes, because you know it's uh, uh, promised by by indie game dev, so <laughs> you know <laughs> it means what it means. So, but but um, I'm 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 having a build on Steam. I'm just debugging it. Every art asset is, is, is done. Every lines of dialogue is is done. Uh, basically, every content is done. It's just like fixing bugs and uh, uh, hope, you know, hoping that everything is all right. And um, and I will. My my goal is to to start to have a public beta. Um, so and I think it will be. Public beta will be there like maybe in May or something, like in six weeks. So I hope so. Um, really hope so. So and when it's done, uh, basically just fixing the last bugs and the game is ready. So I can start, you know, the marketing, make a trailer, uh, contact the press, and you know all, all the stuff. So. It's coming this year. I really hope it's coming this year. It, it, there is no reasons that, that I won't publish the game this year because basically you can play it from from the beginning to the end. So, 
So um, that's good. Yeah, I'm really, yeah, I think I will do a huge, huge, huge party when it when it's out, like getting drunk for three days in a row. <laughs> <laughs> will, yeah. th will this be in your home? Uh, well, hopefully not. Hopefully you can be able to go <laughs> out by then. <laughs> Hopefully yes. we all can. <laughs> oh yes, yeah. I, I, oh yes, I really hope to. Yeah. We we will need it. <laughs> yes. Now, hopefully this no, this November in Adventure X, uh, we'll be able to celebrate the release of your game. Yes, I really hope so. I really, really, really hope so. And uh, I, I I just want to make a a new T-shirt with yeah, instead of Lancer, it would be it's finished. God exists. <laughs> <laughs> Well, who who knows? We'll uh, we'll wait and we'll wait and see. But um, no, be, before we get to the game, I just was on Lancelot on your yeah. website, and I'm just reading about you actually about yeah. who is Jean Baptiste Clairefait mm -hmm. Lancelot Hangar Don't have time to go through everything, but it says here that you tried to get to the Nobel Peace Prize for yes. fun. How did that come about? Okay, I was a hard student. Um, in my early 20s um, and you know at the time I just made some you know contemporary art you know pushy installation and conceptual art that's what I've studied so it's good investment <laughs> and uh, and uh, one of my I, you know I, I just tried to make uh, you know very very funny projects uh, because you know I'm a funny guy and um, and <laughs> And uh, my projects, it was my end of study project, like, uh, you know, like uh, when you do really serious uh, studies, you have uh, a thesis to, to, to write and, and, you know, publish. So we had to do an exhibition and uh, my project was to um, make some voodoo dolls with uh, great dictators of the world, like uh, Stalin, Hitler and stuff. It was voodoo dolls and uh, to fight, you know, against uh, dictatorship. And uh, besides that, I just uh, wrote letters to world leaders. Like at the time, there was uh, George W. Bush, uh, the prime minister of Ireland, uh, oh, Tony wow. Blair, I guess. Yeah, yeah, I, I got a response from, from him. Well, Tony uh, Blair, who's the Prime Minister of UK, by the way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah. Right. You're right. But, but the, so I, I, I don't just, know. I'm kidding. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, 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 um, I just sent like uh, lots of um, letters to uh, uh, the President of France, of uh, the Chancellor of Germany, the the, the leader of the UN, and stuff, asking them. Uh, okay, I'm fighting dictatorship by making voodoo dolls. So can I get uh, the Peace Nobel Prize for it? And uh, can you apply? Can you uh, apply my candidature or something? So and just wrote letters. And actually, I got some lots of response. Um, I think Tony Blair, well, not Tony Blair himself, but his cabinet replied me. Uh, Sorry, I, uh, uh, I cannot help you, but. Uh, it's great, you know, again, it's really hypocritical or maybe they just think, okay, this guy is crazy. Uh, they, they wrote me, okay, um, we cannot help you, but uh, keep on working for world peace, uh, blah, 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 stuff. And um, even, even a, a Belgian deputy wrote me, usually we gave Nobel Prize to people who already made stuff. <laughs> <laughs> 
so write us back when you will make stuff and stuff. And 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 uh, the the goal of the exhibition was to uh, show the letters, and uh, it was it was uh, it was just a big joke. So, but I, I had good score, and uh, I, I got I've, I've been I get my diploma, so that's good. That's good, and you got replies as well from them. Yeah, yeah, that, that, that's, that's that's really funny. So, and um, and even the Pope. Yeah, I was going to ask yeah. about that. So, who, who was the Pope at the time? Was it? Uh, um, that was oh. John Paul II. Yes, yes. So, so he he replied again. One of his what do we call them, deputies or did they? Did he write back to you? Yeah, yeah, I, but I think not him, not him. Right. Person, I think because he has other stuff to do. I think I hope. So, but but it was very kind, and uh, I also had another project to make some uh, pilgrimage. Um, um, you know, um, is it is it the correct word? The, the yes, yes, pilgrimage. Yeah. Yes. I, I just wrote. Um, I just drew a, a picture of myself, a portrait, a self-portrait. I send it to uh, pilgrimage center, so I send it to Roma, and then I ask them, "Can you send me back my portrait?" So it means it's a, like a virtual portrait. So I I send portrait to um, um, Santiago, you know, um, in Spain, uh, to Mecca, to Lourdes, to different in India also. So every you know uh, worldwide uh, pilgrimage center. So. It was good for my holiness, so, <laughs> you know. It, it, it's funny because it's it's like 20, 25 years ago, and it's still the same topics, and our humor, religion, uh, making fun of everything, so, so <laughs> that, 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 that's funny. Yeah, wow, that, that's great. And then you you also then, well, you published a book yes. as well in France. Yeah, yeah, there was uh, in France. I was in a, a, a Parisian um, publishing house. I was very, very, very proud. And uh, on Amazon, which is yeah, yeah, it's on Amazon. It was on on you know uh, library, and it's it's such a it's completely crazy to you know when when the book was out. I just like to I don't know go to random cities, go to library, and see my book in the shelves. So. It, it doesn't sell very well because uh, I just got the money from the contract and there was no extra copyright. So I think it was a, a, a commercial failure, <laughs> but, but at least at least I was published. I was very, very proud. And, um, and it, it, it's a, it, there's a funny story because um, actually when I wrote the book, uh, I just got fired, fired uh, from my previous job. And uh, I was unemployed and I had, had, had lots of time. So I decided to write a book and I just wrote like 20 pages to the 21st pages, sent to three different uh, publishers and telling, okay, this is the first thought. Uh, I wrote the whole book, which I didn't. I wrote the whole book. So if you like the first 20 pages, I can send you uh, the rest of the book. And I just sent those pages to uh, three editors. And I was like, you know, nobody will reply me or it will take months and stuff. And like the, the next day, uh, I sent the, 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 the manuscript. I got a reply, say, OK, it seems funny. Can you send me the rest of the, of the book? Of course, I, I have only those 20 pages. So I wrote the book <laughs> like in 
three weeks telling, uh, can I have a bit of time to uh, spelling check and stuff? So yeah, and and uh, just I just wrote it in, in three weeks. So it was it was really a funny experience because uh, you know when you have uh, pressure and when you know it will be published, you know you're just good to go, and um, that was really funny. And so, uh, would you recommend that strategy to people writing books to send the first 20 pages, say you've written the entire book? And oh, then... yes. <laughs> I, I recommend for books or any project. I think that, that really it, it's, it's um, seriously, I think it's a good strategy because uh, it can be very di disappointing to write, to spend years and years uh, writing mm -hmm. a book and, and, uh, and everybody doesn't care. At least you can test it. So, um, yeah, it's a very good strategy because it's a bit like making a Kickstarter. You know, you, you have a project, you pitch it, and if people buy it, then you're good to go. And if people don't, doesn't like it, maybe you have to rework. So, mm -hmm. um, and actually, I, I think it's a good strategy. For instance, for my own Kickstarter with Lancelot, that's nearly what I did. Um, launching the, the Kickstarter I went to for the first time to Adventure X in London and uh, and my goal was to to just say hey I'm making a game and I will launch a Kickstarter in three months and uh, of course I had absolutely nothing so so and, and, and you know because I said it I was and people seemed to be interesting I had to do it so because otherwise I will be um, you know, uh, you know, it's it's more like uh, being committed, uh, and then you cannot go back. So I think it's a good strategy. I just, it works for me, but um, yeah, you, you people should try it. It's interesting. Okay, well, don't know if I. I mean, I might if I do something like that, but uh, but yeah, but it, at least it worked for you, and you've you're a published author at least, and not yes. everyone can say wow. that. And you also have uh, just one review I see that's five stars for your book, but I like to comment. It's, mm -hmm. I'd like to be the first to comment on this book, but since I haven't read it, I can't comment. That's my comment <laughs> from Steve Hoffman. <laughs> so I'm sure you're thankful to Steve Hoffman that your book now has five stars on Amazon. So Yeah, but I think it's, it's the only comment. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So you know, yeah, you you see, it it was a huge success. So, oh, no, well, Harry Potter and my book. As as I said, at least you're now a published author, which not everyone can say. And then finally, before we get to your game, you worked as a graphic designer for the official Belgian Catholic yes. Church. Yes. Yes. <laughs> that that that's crazy. So. Um, I'm not really a religious guy. Uh, I have no problem with religion. People are really free to believe in whatever they want. But uh, I, I've been uh, I've been growing up in a Catholic environment, so uh, I've been to Catholic school and stuff. So, but and uh, yeah, for weird reason, um, I was unemployed after my after my study and. Uh, yeah, the, the, the Catholic Church looked for a, a graphic designer, and uh, it was really, really weird to, to, to work for the church. Um, it's, 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 uh, it's not a judgment, it's just not my cup of tea, but it was, you know, I had the priests as, as boss, bosses, so um, yeah, that, that, was, that was weird. And basically my, my goal was to, um, 
make uh, the layout for uh, the official uh, Catholic um, newspaper uh, in Belgium. So yeah, that, that was uh, that, that that was weird. But it, it, it's funny because I, I really I really like to make lots of joke. Yes, I didn't joke. I was just going to ask you, you know, did of you, course, of course. were you I mean, tempted to, to draw or maybe Lancelot in his underwear or yeah, yeah, <laughs> no, make no, but jokes? It's, but <laughs> It's really funny because, because uh, you know, my, my, well, you know, it, it's, it's not, it's, it's been a long time. So, but, but my boss was really, uh, not a really gentle man, really egocentric and uh, he was a priest, but, but uh, you know, it, it's, um, he had a very very large ego and uh, blah blah blah, but, and uh, he checked my work. But uh, for instance, there was some uh, in the newspaper. There was um, every week there was a quote, you know, like wisdom quote, inspiration quote, blah blah blah. And I, I had every week I had to pick it, and nobody really checked my work about that. So everybody doesn't care. So. I just took quotes from horrible people like uh, the founder of Scientology. Oh, yes. <laughs> yeah, no, no, no. It, it, I, I don't care about Scientology and stuff. It's just for the joke. But basically, I took some, <laughs> some, some quotes from the, um, what is the guy's name? Whatever, but the founder of Scientology. But it was like, like just random wisdom quotes like, uh, the journey is uh, more important than the destination, stuff like that. And and instead of uh, um, instead of printing the uh, the the founder of the Scientology, I just put Saint Francis of Assisi or uh, John Paul II, whatever. So so there, there is on the official journal of the Catholic Church, there's tons and tons of, of uh, quotes from horrible people like the founder of Scientology. I think I think there's one, even one quote from Stalin or something, but nobody, nobody, nobody. Nobody noticed. <laughs> nobody noticed. So, you know, yeah. And even in the agenda, I put some, some weird stuff and really nobody uh, not mentioned it. So, but I think that seriously, it, it's, it's weird because I think that, that nobody really read that journal uh, even my grandmother, uh, who was, uh, you know, a bit Catholic, uh, I, I know she buy the newspaper, but she didn't really read it because it, it's more like, you know, giving money for, for the church. So, so it, it was, it was weird to work for a newspaper that really nobody reads. So, um, yeah, so, so yeah, that was funny, but I just, yeah, I just, uh, um, Basically, there was not lots of work to be done, and uh, so I just made my own project. I I, I start I, I learned uh, programming <laughs> during uh, during my during this um, uh, this job uh, because I had nothing to do uh, most of the most of the time. So yeah, that was that was funny. I, I just tried to ask for um, work from home. But uh, I think I think my, my boss understand that I don't really work much and working at home would be basically don't travel. <laughs> so, so yeah, that, that, that's that's Catholic church. Again, it's not judgment. Everybody is free to to do sure. the world. But but it's more like the problem is not religion. The problem is the people. But uh, absolutely yes yes. Yeah. Oh, okay. No, that's that's some very funny stories there at least and. 
Now, we should probably talk about your game more at some mm-hmm. point. So. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I know we have spoken a little bit about it, but uh, what what can you tell us? So the, the, the title is, Lance, I see here, the Lancelot's Hangover, the Quest for the Holy Boo. So yeah. I, I imagine this is an ultra-serious take on King Arthur and Lancelot. And exactly. <laughs> and this is a very, very serious game from the screenshots and the videos I've seen as well. <laughs> so what, what can... What can you tell us? Then? Sorry, yes, go go ahead. Yeah, um, you know, it's funny because I, I just took... Um, I, I've always liked, you know, uh, medieval times and, um, you know, knights. And, uh, you know, when you're a kid, it's always uh, good to have this uh, European folklore and knives and stuff. So I, re- I really like the, the, the quest for the grail because even when I was a kid, I think... It, it was kind of silly when you think about it, because basically, um, it's a true story. Basically, uh, the Knights of the Round Table want to find the Holy Grail to have uh, eternal life. And, uh, but uh, in a Christian environment, basically, and especially for, for Catholics, uh, when you uh, eat the sacramental bread, you have the eternal life. So. It's, it's always funny because basically, why do you seek about the Holy Grail and basically uh, you have eternal light every Sunday at the Mass? So so I think it's 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 kind of weird. This quest is kind of weird uh, because it's pointless, basically. And 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 also, I think I like the, the Holy Grail quest because it's, um, um, how do you say that? It, it, it's, you can do whatever you want. Uh, for instance, the, the Monty Pythons did uh, their version of it. Um, it. It's there's so many tropes that everybody can get. Uh, everybody knows about Lancelot. Everybody knows what the Great Hills. Uh, everybody, everything can be explained by because you know God wants you to get the Holy Grail. Why? Ah, because it's uh, God's will. Because basically, so. And, um, and and basically, I, I also like to use uh, the same humor, uh, the same humor mechanism as uh, in Monkey Island. So there's lots of uh, it, it, the, the game is uh, set in the medieval times, but basically uh, I talk about um, eating uh, without gluten. Uh, I talk about uh, you know, Catholic nuns having orgasm about when when they when they talk about hips or Jesus. Uh, there's stuff about uh, angry uh, anger uh, anger management. Uh, at one point, there's a witch on the stake, and there's, a, there's some peasants are really angry, and uh, one guy from the church wants to coach them about anger and stuff, and uh, you know reduce stress and stuff. There's always like silly, it's not really like, as you can guess, it's not really a serious game. It's it's just random stuff. And it's also funny to write, uh, to write and make the game on your own because basically you're alone in your craziness. And uh, for me, everything is normal because when you work for years and years on the same silliness, it's just become normal life to you. It's like, um, imagine that in your uh, building, uh, your your neighbor is always running naked 
And, uh, you know, first time it looks weird, but after a few years, it's just normal to you. And when you have a girlfriend or, or some friends coming to your house, they see your naked neighbor and they say, what the hell is that? And you say, oh, but this is Robert. He's a really nice guy. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, yeah, and I think I think I really like about Lancel because, you know, it's it's uh, there's an inner logic but that seemed really exotic for for other people but for me it's normal and and basically just if it if it if it's funny then go you know and uh, you know as as you as you as i mentioned in my previous previous life experience and and working experience i like to have fun and and you know mm. life is too short yeah well, i think especially now the world needs some humor i think we all need some humor in our oh. lives it's so oh yes so it's uh I, I think for that reason alone i think a lot of people will be interested just so we can laugh as well and not take things too seriously mm. and um but but yeah so you in this game then you play as lancelot so then you're given a quest by God. the humor from what you mentioned you mentioned monkey island but also seems similar-ish to uh, Monty Python and Discworld. Are you a fan of these these as well? Are you a fan of Terry Pratchett and of Monty course. Python as well? <laughs> I'm, of course, of course. I'm a huge, huge, huge fan of that of, of Discworld and, and, and Monty Python's. Um, I try to not be too influenced by them. Sure. Uh, uh, so there, there's some there's lot of there's lots of reference to it. Um, but uh, yeah, I, I try to keep a bit of distance uh, from 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 them. But you know what's funny about the Monty Pythons, um, and I really really love about them, is you know there's something very unique about them because it's um, they're both very um, not intelligent, but they they really have like strong cultural uh, references. Uh, they can talk about Marcel Proust and uh, quantum physics. Then extremely silly jokes about farts, uh, just naked women's running. And I, I like this kind of mix, you know, to be, yes. uh, you know, there's some, you know, British posh guys from Oxford making fart jokes. I, 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 I love it. And, um, and and that's actually my, my cup of tea. And, and actually, th this kind of humor comes naturally for me uh, because, uh, you know, I don't know. I'm, I'm not from Oxford. I'm not a posh English guy. But, <laughs> but I like to put some really weird reference. For instance, in, in Lancelot, there's some reference to quantum physics uh, and some far jokes, like a lot of far jokes. So And I think it, 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 it's funny because... Um, this kind of humor doesn't uh, is not really often used uh, in 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 films in uh, in TV shows. Um, I don't know why actually, but uh, I don't know. It's my it's it's it comes naturally for me, and um, yeah yeah. But the Monty Python's it's such such it's completely incredible. For instance, uh, when they released their first uh, movie, The Holy Grail. The trailer, if if uh, for the, all the listeners and and, and you uh, go go to YouTube and check the original trailer for the Holy Grail movie, it's completely such a mess. Uh, they, they 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 make some reference to um, 
you know some arty movies you know, the the seven samurai the seven samurais uh, you know japanese yes yes uh, uh, it's in black and white they show uh, pictures that don't appear in the movie they make some uh, voiceover tests and i'm sorry i'm spoiling the whole thing but and uh, and then it's 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 uh, the trailer ends with uh, a, a commercial for a, a japanese restaurant near near the uh, the movies and then it doesn't talk about the movie at all and, and it's completely crazy because we are, we are in early 70s and it's the worst commercial trailer ever you know and and, and you never see anything like it uh, since then and and um, i think yeah the monty python has such a freedom it's, it's incredible even even um, um, uh, john cleese explained a lot how it started the 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 Monty, the Monty Python's uh, flying circus. Um, he had a, a rendezvous, no, a, 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 a appointment with the BBC executives, and he says at the time in the end in the end of the 60s, the the executives from the BBC they were you know they they really don't care about their jobs and they just want to 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 wait for the end of the day I go to the pub and have some pints so basically uh john cleese uh, uh pitched uh, the, the the show and uh okay we don't have a name we don't make songs we don't really know what we're going to do we don't have uh, celebrities coming by blah 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 so the worst pitch ever and john cleese says okay he will say no and then the the the, the executive from the bbc say okay i give you only six shows and that was in primetime television in BBC at the time. You know, at the time there was no internet, there was no Netflix, so millions of people saw that. And, and the, I think the Monty Python cannot exist without this, this freedom. And it's it would be impossible to make such a crazy shows and experimental show now with Netflix. I, I think that if you if you uh, the, the Netflix uh, executive will. will Will, uh, they, they will uh, need uh, creative control on everything. So, yeah, I'm a huge, as you, as you, as you can guess, I'm a huge, huge fan of the Monty Pythons. It's, it's, uh, they're really genius. Oh, yeah, no, I, I would agree with just about everything there that, you know, Monty Python were, I, I saw them as, as a kid as well, and I didn't, I didn't understand everything, but I still laughed because their humor works on different levels. And then it, you go back and watch them again. It's like, oh, I completely missed that joke. I completely missed that. Now I understand it. And, it's, <laughs> and also, what I really like about Monty Python is it's more like it's like a holistic humor, you know, because mm. everything is funny. I I I bought every DVD set like uh, when DVD was a thing, and uh, it's funny because for the forty uh, anniversary. Basically, the pitch was it's exactly like our 30 anniversary, but we needed the money, you know, and uh, it's the same episodes and they were jokes every, every, everywhere there's jokes. And it, I think even in the barcode, there's some jokes and some weird reference and I really like, like it. Um, um, and that's it's something that I want to apply on my own stuff, for instance. It's not a critic, but for instance, in, in some of the Kickstarter campaign for humor, for comedy games, uh, you know, they, they pitch uh, comedy games, but 
The campaign itself is not funny. You know what I yes, mean? Yes, uh, yes, yes. It's very serious. It's funny. And uh, for instance, when I made my my Kickstarter campaign, I want I want to put joke everywhere. So because it's it, it exactly like the Monty Python because it's funny. It's a whole experience. It's holistic experience. So and uh, yeah. Yes. No. I mean, going through your Steam page and you can tell that this is a comedy game and then the steam page is full of jokes as well <laughs> yeah because it, it's it, it's for me it's it's way more easier to make comedy than drama uh, i mean it, it's really personal but i really cannot imagine to make a drama because uh i don't know I, it, it will it will start to be humoristic in seconds uh i think if it's, it's it's you know i'm not a serious person yeah. No, but that's great because we can get a sense, I think, of the humor uh, in the Steam page and presumably on your Kickstarter page as well, which I think it is very useful. And as you mentioned, that if you read content that is very serious and they're talking about uh, Mm -hmm. a a comedy game, it's like, okay, well, which is it? Is it is it serious or is it is it humorous? Yeah. But But, yeah, go ahead. Sorry. No, no, no. But but. It's not a criticize to... Uh, of course not, yes, yes. But I, th- I think your approach is better because we can instantly see in your Steam page that, oh, this this is very unique. It's not a typical... So this is a 2D point-and-click adventure mm-hmm. game, blah, 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 blah. This is like, it has its own identity that, you, oh, mm-hmm. you can tell immediately. So if I were to read quotes from this, people I'm sure would guess, oh, this is probably Lancelot's hangover. And... Uh, so, so, some of the things as well, I read that in the game that we have to go through a maze. It's, it's, I have it here. Get lost in a very boring maze and watch how to skip it thanks to a walkthrough. You yeah. just Googled. I told you it's a retro point-and-click experience. <laughs> <laughs> is is that actually true? Is there a, is there a maze in this game? Are there, because you mentioned this is a retro game. So is this like, um, are there features <laughs> like uh, in a retro point-and-click adventure games? There is a maze. There is a, indeed there is a maze. Uh, at the beginning, there was there were two mazes, but there was too much. But yeah, there will there will be a maze. There's a maze, but it's a modern maze. It's not like uh, okay. <laughs> uh, yeah, no. Actually, um, when you first go to the maze, you you will be lost. It's normal, and then uh, I won't with some spoilers but but there's a puzzle to 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 solve to get the maze but you don't have to be you know you just have to follow up once you you realize uh, the puzzle it's really easy so it's modern right. it's modern maze and it, it's you know um it's a modern day uh, point and click it's really important because i I'm, i feel uh, nostalgic uh, about uh, point and click games but you really cannot make games like in the early 90s because um people don't have the time or patience uh, of course yes uh, you know when i when when we were 10 years old we have oh we have one game uh at the end of june because uh you know the the this the we, we were we were good workers at school and then we have all the summer to finish indiana jones 4 or something so but but nowadays we are adults we have kids and wives and responsibilities and stuff so we don't have time so and actually, it would be a a, a bad bet bet to uh, waste uh, gamers' time uh, 
so I really want to to the puzzles to be intuitive and uh, not easy, but give hints and stuff because. If it's too hard, even even me, for instance, uh, I've played uh, Skyrim like a few years ago, and if I was stuck on a puzzle, I just took my my phone and checked the wall through like in seconds. So um, uh, I really want to have like a, a fluid experience. For instance, I had played a, a few years ago uh, a game called uh, Kelvin and the Infamous Machine. Um, a game from made from guys from Argentina or Spain or whatever, and it's really funny because uh, I just I don't know for I had a free Steam key for whatever reason can't remember. I just install it and say okay I just want to try and uh, play ten minutes and actually the game was so intuitive and fluid that I played in four like three hours in a row because it just uh, I wasn't stuck. You know, everything was uh, going easily. And uh, I think it's a we- much better experience to be, you know, intuitive, uh, give lots of hands rather than being stuck like in seconds. Uh, right, yeah. yeah. It's yeah. more than day, so, and, um, and it must be fun, so. Yes, no, I, I would agree that, uh, you know, we have less time now than what we had. So I would rather get through a game and, not get stuck if possible. I still want some challenge, but mm-hmm. as you say, if you if you do get stuck, we don't have the time that we had as kids to to try and find a solution. We don't have the entire summer to play. Yeah. Also, because nowadays there are so many games and so many adventure games released that there is a danger. I'm sure if people get stuck, they might go, "Oh well, just there's another game that I'll choose, another game I'll play." So. Mm-hmm. But then again, there are people who want a challenge, who want puzzles, so it's I'm sure it's hard to find a balance. Um, so, what what kind of puzzles um, can you can we expect without spoiling things? You know, if you don't give give any spoilers, but uh, since this is a comedy game, I'm sure that there will be some uh, uh, humorous solutions or of humorous course. puzzles. Uh, yeah, it's a very good question. I think uh, basically it's. Um, uh, actually, I wrote. Uh, it's it's not public, but I I, I just uh, at the at the beginning of the project, I just played dozen and dozen of adventure games, and I just took notes of every single puzzle, every types. Um, so I have a personal Wikipedia list of uh, types of puzzles, but it's there probably like 20, 30 pages of it. It's in French. Uh, it could be public. Uh, so if if uh, somebody speaks French and want to translate it, I will be open. I will be really glad to publish it. So because I'm too lazy to <laughs> to translate it. So that's uh, like a lot of work, though. <laughs> yeah, it's a lot of work, and, and I have to finish a game. So so um, it's more laziness than than keep information for myself. So. Uh, but, but so I, I've already studied um, uh, that, and uh, basically it's really classic inventory puzzle, uh, timing puzzle. It's really uh, back to the basics. But the difference uh, with um, classic uh, point-and-click adventure game is that it must be at least logical. Even if it's funny, uh, I think it's important that you have lots of hints um, within the game. For instance. Um, in Day of the Tentacle, 
at one day uh, you need to clean your car to make yes. rain Just... and there is okay uh, there is only one hint uh, when you play burnout and when you click to the when you left the house and when you click on the on the car the dirty car outside there's one hint and it, it doesn't you know, it, you you cannot really do that anymore uh, in uh, today. Uh, you you have to. It, it's it's really okay if it's completely silly solution, but you have to give hints. So uh, so uh, basically, um, every solution is completely silly, but uh, it's logical within the landslots were really well i guess i hope so but but uh, at least that's that's my goal um because uh when you're stuck on a puzzle and when you read a walkthrough on the internet it's it's um if if you read the solution and realize man i really cannot get the solution by myself it's completely uh, what the fuck solution uh, it's frustrated for for the gamer but if you read the walkthrough and read uh, you read the solution and you say, oh, dang, I was so close, of course. Uh, why didn't uh, thought about it? That That's completely fair. I think I think the, 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 the puzzle can be difficult. The, the puzzle can be, uh, you know, uh, takes a lot of time to be solved. But it must be fair. And, and uh, um, you really, have, the, the gamer has to, uh, needs to get all the information within the game um, because otherwise um, actually I've, lots of classic games where it just took so many so many hours to be made but just because it's not funny to be stuck would you believe another developer who I interviewed who said the mm-hmm. exact same example no. from Dave the Tentacle about the uh, the puzzle with the car wash and you know when it rains that, that again it gives one hint but I think going back, and as we mentioned in the in the early days, early 90s, late 80s, mid 90s, even LucasArts and Sierra, while a lot of their games were great, some of their puzzles were just I, I don't know how people could could have got them without a walkthrough. <laughs> that there were you know some and the, one of the examples that I always use now is the monkey wrench puzzle yeah. in Monkey Island, which it just about sort of works in English, mm. but I don't think it would work in any other language. <laughs> it, it's, a, it's a really good example because when you're, I'm a native uh, French speaker. Yes. The, you know, monkey wrench doesn't mean anything like uh, a monkey, or, you know, it doesn't, because basically in French, a monkey wrench is uh, English wrench. So, yes. <laughs> so, you know, because the French doesn't like the British, blah, 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 you know. <laughs> it's very old fights, you know. So, um, everything bad is British, so, you know. <laughs> French people. So, and, um, uh, yeah, and, and really it doesn't make any sense. But I think at the time, we, had, we were kids. We had nothing to do, and we just click on every, use everything on everything. It's it's even worse. For for instance, I remember when I played uh, Indiana Indiana Jones Four. I was uh, twelve at the time. I bought it like day one, and uh, it was in English, and I just didn't speak English at all. So can you imagine playing an adventure, a particular game, in a language that you don't understand? It's like 
I don't know, uh, playing an adventure game in Chinese or something. Mm-hmm. It's, 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 it was really difficult. And I, I, it's incredible because I just try everything on everything, look at a dictionary. Um, I think I literally learn English thanks to Indiana Jones <laughs> adventure game. So, and, uh, and uh, because I didn't have English courses, uh, at, even at school, I didn't have English courses. Wow. Learn, yeah, yeah, because we had to learn Dutch. So, you know, you know it's Belgium. And, uh, yeah, and nowadays I cannot really speak Dutch, but I can speak English. So, thank yeah, you, Adventure Games. <laughs> no, well, look, it, it must have worked because your English is really good. So Thank you, thank you. <laughs> so, uh, no, that, that, that's great. I mean, I, I did play a game in French myself mm-hmm. years ago. It was, I think, Road to India. Mm-hmm. It's uh, kind of a more ex- obscure game now. Now, again, I can speak some French. I am not good at it. I'm not saying I'm good at it. but And I was learning French at the time at school, so it's kind of different. But yeah, I can I can imagine if you don't speak a language, it must be very chat Because for me, so playing some games in English is hard enough, trying to figure out the solutions to the puzzles. But playing them in a language which you don't speak or understand, I don't know how you could do it. Just <laughs> But, I mean, the solution is easy because we had lots of time, you know, when, when you have... 12 years old in a small town in Belgium, basically, there's nothing to do. There was no internet, there was... Sure, yes. <laughs> we, we don't even add weed at the time, so... <laughs> <laughs> so the only thing you had literally was games. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> that was your internet plus weed. <laughs> exactly. So, it, it no, was no, the drug I have no time for Monkey Ranch puzzle. You know? <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, there are other puzzles. I mean, Sierra games, even now... I played them more as an adult a few years ago, mm-hmm. and I admit I use a walkthrough. I was like, "How how can it be possible to play some of these games without a walkthrough?" Yeah, it's, it's, it's but yeah, times are changing, and uh, yes, um, but but I think it's it's way much better now um, to 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 be more intuitive and um, um, you know I think really seriously. Uh, I think games nowadays are really much better than back then because we have the nostalgia filter. So and yes. it's, it's, it's not an offense against uh, classic video games because, you know, as I mentioned earlier in, the conver- earlier in the conversation, you know, it's standing on the shoulder of giants. They, they were new and they try stuff. So, um, you know, I have the chance as a game designer to, to read uh, Ron Gilbert's thought about uh, 30 years of experiments and experience, and uh, he doesn't have that opportunity. So, uh, right. so that, that's it's like uh, science stuff, you know. So um, that that that's that's yeah, that, that's that's great. And, right, yeah. uh, but but maybe when people will play actually play Lancer, they will say they're they're portal are bad and it's completely <laughs> intuitive. So you know. Oh, no. from, from what I've seen, I don't think so. It's, it seems to be going pretty well. And now I promise I won't keep you too much longer, but I, I just see as well in this game that it's possible to get drunk. <laughs> oh, yes, yes. Oh, drunk and uh, and uh, some drugs. So, so you will, it's, it's milled spoilers, but at one time you will craft your own drug. Oh, okay. It, it will be important for... I won't spoil too much, but it will be important. Uh, uh, yeah, you will craft your own drug uh, thanks to uh, 
homeopathic uh, machine. Okay, sounds interesting. So this is in the game, yes? You yeah, yeah. You is... don't need to do this in real life. <laughs> no, 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 no. There, there's no some uh, receipt or something, you know, yeah, yeah. You know, you can find good receipt on the internet, you know. <laughs> so definitely do not try this at home. No, no. <laughs> and now you mentioned you've made, you're making this game entirely by yourself. So what what game engine are you using? Because we spoke about some before and what what game engine did you decide to go for yourself i love i'm using ags adventure game studio and i oh, really yes, yes. love it love it love it love it i mean uh lots of people use unity and uh and the adventure creator plugin which is really great i've tried it and uh, uh i can't remember the name of the creator but but he made a really brilliant uh brilliant job uh, but I really love IGS because it's, um, I have a metaphor, you know, um, it's a bit like in um, in the space program, for instance, uh, there's one funny story. Uh, back in the 50s, uh, when American, uh, when the NASA put some astronauts in, in space, they have trouble to use pens with uh, no, you know, in space because uh, it doesn't, it didn't work. And uh, the NASA put some millions of dollars to make uh, pens with inks, blah, blah, blah. And the Soviet Union used pencils, you know. <laughs> yeah. I, I heard that story, yes. Yeah, but actually, I think, uh, to, to be really honest, uh, this, uh, uh, this story is not really true, but, but whatever. But I like this metaphor, because yes. it's just, it's, it's, this is like Soviet space program, you know. It's... It's uh, in a good way. It's it's very much much more simpler than Unity, so you can do whatever you want. And when you have a bug, even with the engine, uh, it's so simple that uh, you know the problem. It's uh, you know it, it's such a simple thing, uh, technology that you can really fix it uh, 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 quite easily. And you have full control, and you can uh, master, with big quotes, master uh, the engine and do whatever you want. And there, there's many, uh, many uh, quirks, or you know, there are many weird stuff uh, when you compare to Unity. It's less professional, with big quotes. But I really like it because it gave like a retro flavor to it. Uh, every AGS game has the same, not bugs, but same dated stuff. Uh, for instance, uh, making Altab is really difficult with AGS game. Uh, you have to fix some bugs. And I, I really like this flavor because it's uh, it's straight to the point. Um, if you want to make a classic particular uh, game, really use AGS. Because basically in Unity, you have tons of stuff that you don't really need, like... Uh, internet code and uh, collision and 3D and stuff. So uh, for me, it's AGS is really good because um, as I'm alone, I have to lower my ambition. <laughs> you know, uh, I have I cannot make a, a, a huge AAA game like Ubisoft or Activision. And um, uh, it gives me constraints and I think it boosts creativity. Um, you know, uh, there's another metaphor. Um, 
what's his name? Um, there's a um, Ferrari, Mark, Mark Ferrari, who worked for uh, LucasArts, who is a genius at pixel art. He had a weird story. He says that in when he started to make art for video games in the, back in the uh, early uh, early in the 80s, he only had a palette of uh, six, 16 colors. No, we have 16 million colors. Yes. So, <laughs> what, what's good about you can think that uh, having millions of colors, more freedom, blah, blah, blah. But at the time, when you had only 60 colors, you can make every test, you know, every combination is quite easy to make. And and so with those constraints, it pushes you to be more creative and, and more, you have less freedom. So you have to find, uh, you have to solve problem um, in a, you know, in a, a, you are only a few creative way to solve your problem. And uh, I think it's really free your mind. They give uh, you know peace of mind, and I really love that that kind of constraints, uh, creative constraints. So yeah, AGS. I really it's like Monty Python's AGS. I love it. Yes, and it works, and it really works. So so I think I think for the next game, I won't use Unity. I will keep on with AGS. I love it. Okay, yeah, this does totally looks very different to other games. It has its own unique art style as well. It's uh, very, it, it's, it's very, you. very unique anyway. It doesn't look like any other game that I've seen. So. It, thank you. But actually, it's, it's again, it's it's because I'm I'm not really good at drawing. So, <laughs> so it, it's, um, um, you know, I think when I started the, the, this project, I realized that if I'm doing all alone, I need to, to draw really, really quickly. There right. is... Uh, in the game right now, I finished uh, all the art uh, art asset, and there's 1,250 sprites within the game. 1,200. So, I mean, if I take more than 10 minutes to do it, it takes you know it takes lots lots of time. So I take actually I take more than 10 minutes to make a drawing, but. Uh, you know, um, there's so many, so many, so many stuff to do that I really, I cannot spend one week on one drawing, you know, scratching my head and say, I don't know, is that cat really good enough? Should I take, you know, change the color of his fur, blah, 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 you know, um, you know, uh, being romantic about my art style. No, I need to, you know, if I want to be, uh, realistic about uh, my game. Um, I need to do quick and dirty stuff. So, um, but it's it's the same for the music. It's the same for. There's so many stuff to do that I really need. To, I, I cannot be in doubt. Uh, I cannot, uh, uh, you know, being the the cursed artist. You know, the the French cursed artist in, in somewhere in Paris, and you know, oh. Is my life worth it? And blah blah blah. No, no, I cannot do this because I'm, I'm making this game for seven years. <laughs> so <laughs> uh, it's 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 so 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 I, I like it because um, it gives you confidence. Um, just do it. Uh, you cannot be perfect. So uh, there's a one quote like uh, it's better to be done than perfect. Yes, yes, too. And, and, uh, 
So that, that's a, that's a, that's the kind of quote I could put in the Catholic magazine. <laughs> <laughs> if you if you ever do that again, you can put that quote in again. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hopefully, I won't work for the Catholic <laughs> anymore. Now, hof- hopefully, this game will sell enough so that you won't have to <laughs> do that yeah. job again. <laughs> and I could buy the Vatican City. So. <laughs> yes, if it sells enough, you never know. <laughs> and and now you mentioned finally Dan, you mentioned that you did the music by yourself as well. Yeah. So h- how do you go about using the music and sound effects for the game? Oh, um, yeah, that that's funny because uh, actually my first thought when I started uh, Lancelot was uh, you know uh, the the. It's uh, the game is set during the medieval times, so I can use medieval music. It's uh, copyright-free music, blah blah blah. I'm a genius, blah blah blah. And then I realized that uh, uh, things are much more complicated. <laughs> so uh, because I cannot just put some medieval music and put on it, because otherwise there are some copyright strikes on YouTube and Twitch. So it's more complicated. So basically. Um, I, I've, I've studied music when I was a teen. I played the guitar. I was in a rock band and stuff. So, uh, so I know a bit of, of about music. But basically, I just uh, find from some scores, uh, music scores from uh, medieval music, put some, you know, in a music software, change a bit, uh, study about, uh, you know, music theory, you know, the chords and the harmony and stuff. It's quite interesting, but. Uh, you know, I, I really force myself to only make music very, very light, late in the evening, uh, because th- that's the kind of thing that can be really, you can waste hours and hours. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I really force myself, okay, do some music, but only for one hour. Uh, so it's a bit frustrating, but but basically I try to keep it simple and uh, it's more like remixes and uh, uh, stuff, it's, um, you know, uh, it's a game score, you know. It is. I'm not writing, you know, an album from Lady Gaga or Katy Perry. But you know, it's just like giving a a, a sense of medievalness, you know. But but I'm 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 happy with the results. So and it's again, it's it's one one of the most fascinating thing about making a game is that you learn so much. Like I didn't, you know, it wasn't my plan to make music again and uh and learn about chords and stuff and uh so that, that that's great um um yeah i, I could hire I, I just i've contacted uh, uh, uh several musicians uh but i don't have the money to to pay them so right yes yeah i'm just making everything on my own because i'm, I'm poor and uh or i'm cheap <laughs> or, or both <laughs> Oh well, maybe once this game is released and if it's a big success, you can. Or if maybe you want to continue working on your own. <laughs> I think. I think even if I get millions of dollars, I will keep all the money for myself. I'm too. <laughs> I won't. I won't give any money to musician. <laughs> Go find a real job. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. So a real job, like an adventure game developer or a pod- podcaster about adventure games. <laughs> you know that, that's that's how it works. When you get rich, you have no more comp- compassion for poor people. You know? <laughs> <laughs> well, ho- hopefully your game will sell well and 
this podcast will hopefully in the years to come will do really really well <laughs> that we'll be in such a position but um Ade, do you plan on are there any plans at all if this game is a success because at the moment it's going to be released on PC, correct? Yeah, yeah. Like uh, uh, PC, uh, probably Mac and Linux. Uh, okay. So yeah, it doesn't much of a work. It doesn't. It's only uh, Windows for the moment, but uh, it, it, it won't be much of a problem to have uh, Mac and, and and Linux. Okay. And, and uh, yeah. uh, uh, what, yeah, and well, well, about success, you know, it's it's interesting because I don't really have plans about success and anything. I I, I really want. I seriously, it, it looks like some wisdom word, but I really want to make the game for myself and be happy with it because I cannot really control success, uh, and I don't want to, you know, make stuff to be successful you know it's like when you meet people and you or when you meet a girl or a man whatever and you want to okay uh please love me it doesn't work yeah just be natural and be funny and uh, and and this is the best way to to have success and uh and and also it's a really like a, I think it's a personal achievement to make this game and to finish it and to learn it and then Put it on Steam and see. Okay, if if people like it, that's good. If people don't like it, that's good. You know, I I, I have no control, and I don't want my happiness to be to depend on stuff that I don't want to control. Um, otherwise, people can get really crazy. Um, and we see. Sure, yeah. Just do the best that you can. Yeah, <laughs> of course. Uh, so and well, if being natural with a girl doesn't work, then you could always dress as a sexy half-naked knight and see if that works. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure that would uh, that would guarantee success. Yeah, that's the cheat code for us. They use everybody. <laughs> so now we have the key to success in relationships. Now. Exactly. Uh, and do you have any plans, or would you like to port this to maybe consoles or Nintendo Switch, or is that down far the line? Is that first of all on PC, see how it goes, and well, um, it it could be an option. Uh, I know that uh, you can port uh, AGS game on Switch. Uh, there's some guys making mm. it. Uh, I, I don't have lots of information. I don't took lots of information about that because, you know, my first goal is to have at least one uh, <laughs> full and functional game on PC, and then, uh, and then we'll see. I don't know because, you know, I think it's a really niche market. Uh, sure. Not making Fortnite, so, you know, it could be. Uh, sorry, I will talk about business, but. Uh, it could be a waste of money to spend uh, uh, money on a switch board and then you know the money you spent uh, didn't um, you don't have return of investment uh, I don't know um, it depends if if I sell millions and billions of bills of course <laughs> but uh, we see and 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 I think you know, when you've got a Switch, there's so many games. I don't, I'm, I'm not sure people are really interesting about... I don't know. Um, we'll see. Um, um, I don't I don't think I will port it, but maybe. I don't know. 
Oh, well, we'll see. And then finally, because we'll be keeping you here a long time, uh, if this game is very successful and if yeah. it makes millions and billions and trillions, uh, which, you know, hopefully, well, hopefully it'll make some, some of it, would you like to make a sequel to this game or would you like to do something else entirely or uh, do you have any other ideas or plans at all or anything I, at I, all that in case of success i will be exactly like notch the creator of minecraft i will be completely de depressed in a huge house in los angeles and treating, right you know and have your own yacht maybe yeah cocaine and hookers and stuff you know because <laughs> so that's what that's what we can expect if this game is very successful. <laughs> yeah. No, no, but but seriously, um, yeah, yeah, I, I've, I've, I, I already know what I will do next. Uh, okay. Basically, basically, I have two projects, uh, but basically, I think I will make uh, the sequel of uh, Landslots. I already have like lots of documentation because when I have IDs, I cannot put in in this game. I wrote it for later, and uh, I have, uh, you know, I have all the plots for Lancelot 2, I have the settings, I have lots of ID. Maybe they're they're completely crappy, I don't know, but at least I have IDs. So I think I will, yeah, I, will, I think I will make a sequel. Um, and I think lots of indie, you know, lots of indie game designer, when they made a game, like they, they do a platformer game, and then... They just change everything and make a you know a strategy game, but I, I don't think it's a good move move because I, I get so many experience about point and click games and I actually I don't I only play adventure games or RPG games so I'm I'm really not interesting about making a platformer so the next game will be a, a point and click adventure game and I think you know. I have already a character, and you know I'm too lazy to write a new <laughs> character. And, and plus, when you make a sequel, I think in country, uh, in country, you know, people when they say, "Oh, uh, Jean Baptiste made a sequel for Lancelot," it must be the first one uh, should be a success because otherwise it won't be a sequel. But <laughs> success or not, you know, I will do, I will do a sequel at least. Um, yeah, I have also another project with with. Uh, it's still a comedy, uh, a game. It's a, it's a game I wanted to make since I'm a teenager, but uh, I don't know. I don't. It's it's too much work, so I'm lazy. I will keep uh, AGS and Lancelot and and nice in in the in in in, in, in their underwear. But you know, it's it's game developer promise. So maybe in uh, maybe if we call, if we talk back in adventure again in adventure x in november i will say no of course no i won't make sequel and get you know we, we'll see but the plan is to make a sequel okay yeah well we'll see and uh once this game is released and maybe you'll say oh i've had enough of making adventure games i just want to go to my mansion in los angeles and yes Oh, oh, oh yeah! If, if I'm a millionaire, I won't I won't work anymore. <laughs> okay, so what what we want is for this game to be successful, but not too successful. Yes. <laughs> uh, well, on that note, then I know I've been keeping you here for nearly two hours, so I think you think you've answered all my my questions. Um, so it's well, for, first of all, where can people find you? Where can people find uh, more information about the game? 
Well, the the yeah, I mean, I'm I'm not really active in, in social media and stuff. But uh, if you want information, the the best thing you can do for me is to wishlist uh, the game on Steam. So okay. go to Google, type "Let's Start and Go Over Steam," and uh, you can wishlist it. Um, I'm also active on Twitter. So and if you want to contact me, go on Twitter. Uh, I also got a website where you can write me on email. You know, I I'm, I don't have millions of fan <laughs> emails and love letters. So. Not yet. <laughs> Not yet. Then of course your your website lancelotshangover.com, where yeah. you can find uh, information, and then on the Steam page as we mentioned, and then buy the game and leave a review. <laughs> oh yes. <laughs> I, I, I should mention that more often. So for developers and for games, please, well, first of all, buy the game and then leave a review. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's really important. Uh, yeah, yeah, but but by the way, it's uh, if you want to support uh, indie game developers, uh, wishlist the game on Steam and leave a good review. It's really the best way to to have them. Uh, yeah. Cool. Okay, well, I think that's it then. So that's Lancelot's Hangover, the quest for the Holy Booze, which will hopefully be out in 2020. Yeah. We're looking forward to it. Uh, is there, before we finish then, is there anything else you'd like to tell the people listening or anything that we haven't covered? I think we... <laughs> covered <I> think... everything? <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, I can't speak for hours. But <laughs> oh, me too. <laughs> but I, I think... That, well, to your listeners, thank you for... Uh, we, we talked for two hours, so thank you to... Uh, thank you for listening. Listen to us. Uh, now you can have normal social activities and <laughs> constructive stuff. Um, yeah. Thanks a lot for having me. That was a real pleasure for talking to you. Oh, thank you. It was a real pleasure. And thank you for supporting the podcast from the very beginning and for making the game. And hopefully we can meet again this November. Hopefully yeah. all of this uh, this virus will have, I don't know, improved by then. We'll see. Nah, it's in November. We have time. Anyway. We have plenty of time. Well, hope, we'll see. Hopefully. Yeah. Uh, we can we can discuss the success of your game then. <laughs> <laughs> and I could I could uh, buy you some beers. Yes, yes, and likewise. <laughs> so, well, thank you very much, Jean Baptiste. The very very best of luck thank with you. your game then. I look forward to playing it when it's released, and uh, we'll we'll talk again. We'll keep in contact then. Thank you. That was that, that was such a pleasure. So that was my interview with Jean-Baptiste. I hope you enjoyed it. And a huge, huge thank you to Jean-Baptiste for joining me. I had a great time speaking to you. And hopefully we can uh, meet each other again soon once this uh, COVID has improved, shall we say, once we can travel again. So um, his new game, Lancelot Hangover, which we spoke about, is out now at the time of the release of this episode. And at the time of recording, I haven't finished playing it yet, but I think I'm nearly there and I'm really enjoying it so far. So from what I've played, I'd really recommend people to buy the game. And uh, next week, I will hopefully once again be joined by Thomas and Laura, where I will hopefully be reviewing Lancelot's Hangover and whatever other games we've been playing in the meantime. So until then, take care, everyone. Goodbye. <laughs>
if you like the Adventure Games podcast, then please subscribe, rate, and review. Wherever you listen to podcasts, please leave a review on iTunes if you can, as every review helps, and reviews will help get the word out, especially for adventure game developers who appear on the podcast. Now, you can also follow me on social media. You can follow me on Twitter at Advent Game Pod. You can follow me on Facebook at Adventure Games Podcast. You can also follow me on Instagram at Adventure Games Podcast as well. And we're also on Discord at Adventure Games Podcast. So if you are a Adventure Game developer or Adventure Game player, you can follow us there. So again, please feel free to retweet and share podcast episodes and the podcast to people who you believe may enjoy it and you can also find more information about the podcast on www.adventuregamespodcast.com so until next time thank you